Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Annie Gibson. And we are so excited because guess who's on the podcast? It's just Bryony Gordon. That sounded so fake. <laughs> <laughs> sounded like you really had to muster up all the energy inside you. I'm really to... hungover. It is, and it is, can I say, it's a Sunday night. Yeah. It's a Sunday night, yes. So, um, uh, it's, you know, it's not natural, but I'm like, yay. Yes. I was like, come round. We've got champagne, beer pizza we're so, all wearing leggings and, yeah, we're wearing <laughs> and that take that miserable sunday oh miserable cold windy winter sunday absolutely. this is how you do it absolutely we are we know we are genuinely uh, mm. very pleased and excited to have you back on the podcast Bryony, because we we've we've been here before haven't we, we well not here literally but mm. we've been, been to your house yes yes and there was a quite a while ago it was quite a while ago highlights i think were you know lot of lot, lots of great chat obviously but also <laughs> i think your daughter did a poo in the middle of it if i remember yeah. right she did she went but yeah she went behind the curtain yeah. <laughs> right. sorry about she that she laid some cable during she our um, during our she podcast was, uh, she was in nappies at the time so it wasn't like she just kind of crouched down and did a poo yeah yeah but she, she's upstairs though so she might come down and do that no she would well, fingers crossed <laughs> or your husband's around perhaps he's obliged this time she knows she's fully potty trained as for him <laughs> they never got they a while to go they never get there so we're going to talk about lots of exciting stuff in this episode we're going to talk about your amazing new book, Mad Girl. A bit of chat about that. And also a bit of sporty chat, Helen, which is we, really like us, is it? It is. I know we're going to go there. We're going to go to that place because we never talk about sport. But, you know, it's a special podcast. <laughs> we've actually got a sponsor for this podcast, haven't we, Helen? We have. We're very lucky because we've got the gorgeous, the fabulous Booby-Doo. Booby-Doo.co.uk. Exactly. And do you know what they do, Ellie? They sell gorgeous sports bras for us with jubblies yes and they stop us jiggling which I like yes um, uh, especially because can I say um, booby doo um, I have a couple I have quite a lot of sports bras from uh-huh. booby doo um I my boobs you can't see this being a podcast but they are really quite large oh they're nice they're really they're, nice and I'm not just not just in a kind of yeah I've got big tits I mean they're like real pain in the ass big right. tits they're like pain in the tits <laughs> um I'm like 36 double J it's quite big, yeah. so it's quite difficult to find a sports bra. And if, mm. like me, you have t- undertaken the uh, committed to doing the London Marathon, uh, which, she's crazy. Uh, people, <laughs> so that's really inappropriate. The, <laughs> people go. The, the first thing people do when I tell them that is that they just they look at my boobs. It's like the only natural response. Like, but really? <laughs> to be fair, I think there's probably someone in the world. Whatever you say to them, they look at your yeah. boobs. <laughs> But I got my I got my sports bras off Booby Doo and it's like I have no tits when I run so that's really dreamed. That's what I like is a bra that doubles as a sort of mastectomy effectively. <laughs> that's what 
I look for in underwear. But they're coloured and they're cheery. That's what I like because I'm I'm a 36G, so not far behind you. You're not far behind me. Um, and I I wore the shock absorber I think yesterday, and it, they didn't. You know, it's appropriate. They didn't move. I yeah. It, I I felt like I could do it. I kind of want to wear them all the time. <laughs> yeah, I I said my I, mine's very comfortable, and I just yeah I am tempted to just walk around you know slightly flat chested my whole life. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Like for, I I'm I'm all for it. It's it's you know comfort. Mm. Absolutely. Well, there we go. Well, that's that's a bit of bra chat to, to kick us off. <laughs> Thank you, boobydoo.co.uk. But for anyone who's not familiar, Bryony, would you would you introduce yourself for oh. us? Well, I'm Bryony. I'm 36. <laughs> I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> um, I uh, oh, I'm a journalist. I write for the Telegraph. Um, I also write books. And my first book was called The Wrong Knickers: A Decade of Chaos, which was kind of all about my crazy 20s it involved a lot of um drugs and bad sex and trivial pursuit but you know let's not spoil it read read the podcast, <laughs> listen to the podcast yeah. for more on that there were like there was a lot of there was a lot of you know there was a lot of bad behavior and um and i admitted all sorts of things in the wrong knickers like uh picking someone up at an sti clinic and the time a man um, snorted coke off my boobs, but not while I was wearing a booby do sports bra. <laughs> no, that's off brand. That's off message. I would not condone that. Um, but um, <laughs> um, so I wrote, and uh, you know, all sorts of things that were quite out there. But the one thing I didn't write about, although I think some people might have suspected, was my the history of, of mental illness behind mm-hmm. it all. And um, the book came out and it did quite well and it was like lots of kind of it was quite as you guys will soon find out you know promo and it was knackering and I I wrote the book while I was pregnant with my daughter and then it came out and when my daughter was about 14 months I I basically had a breakdown um uh, I I have really bad obsessive compulsive disorder all obsessive compulsive disorder is bad but sometimes people think lots of people think oh I'm a bit OCD I'm like no you're not no one's a bit OCD it's obsessive it's a disorder right it's not about having a tidy spice drawer no no like my husband sometimes jokes I wish you had the good type of OCD (laughs) so (laughs) you didn't have an appetite I mean later I can take you up to our bedroom and show you our floor drove wonderful (laughs) but um no but so I have a terrible uh, a form of OCD called pure O which is it's terrible intrusive thoughts and it makes you think you might have done awful things so when I was about seven I thought that I'd been I was a serial killer and I'd blanked it all out and um kind oh, of that sounds relaxing <laughs> very relaxing what my I describe OCD as your brain refusing to acknowledge what your eye can see be it that the oven's off or that you haven't just run over someone in the road that that bump is actually a, a speed bump it's not a human shaped bump but it's a having, having to check and it's having anyway so when I was when my daughter was about 14 months I had the worst OCD of all which I've ever had which was that I thought I might have actually abused my own child and blanked it out and I was like it was really it was like proper breakdown uh territory and um and I thought god what I'm not giving this thing the um attention the power it's had throughout my life I've had it since I was 12 years old by not talking about it and I've talked about all these other things why the fuck haven't I mentioned this so I sat down and wrote my column in the telegraph about this form of OCD pure O and it was like the floodgates opened. I got like hundreds and hundreds of letters and emails and cards and going, yeah, you did actually run me over that time. <laughs> it's just drove off. I'm furious. People, people going, yeah, dark. Um, no, people actually, no, people saying me too. If not OCD, then other forms of mental illness. And I realised this is all very, this is all very serious, very quickly. But I realised. 
that it's really, really normal to feel weird. Mm. And um, my publishers, who had initially wanted me to do a novel, were like, no, 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 you've got to write about this shit. So that's yeah, hot. Right there, this is hot. Yeah. Oh, this is really hot right now. This is really cool right They're now. Going to, oh, that's really awful. Your experience is really amazing. It's very intense, Brian. Cha ching, cha ching. Just got dollar signs spinning, spinning. So that shit is. So I wrote this, the, my latest book, Mad Girl. A happy Life with a Mixed Up Mind, which I like to describe as an upbeat book about depression. <laughs> it's full of lols. Well, I just thought lols in it You know, like, you don't, I don't want to read a book about depression and feel more depressed by oh, the yeah. end of it. Like, I don't, it's like, I think Matt Haig, Reasons to Stay Alive, is a brilliant book because it, it gives you that sort of hope and really all I hoped was that someone would read it and think, oh god yeah I do that or that's okay it's not so bleak and they'd feel the courage to share their story too and then but it's all got a bit weird like I've kind of accidentally become this sort of like mental health campaigner which is ironic given that I don't know my ass from my elbow most days who knew like writing a book is quite stressful right guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah it is. But like, we definitely didn't do a lot of it in the pub <laughs> <laughs> we definitely didn't um, but like, who knew that writing a book about mental illness might make you feel a bit mentally ill? Yeah, what a shocker. Mm. Yeah. So this time last year, I was um, I was really very ill, and I hadn't finished the book, and I was thinking, fuck, what have I done? I was really ill, and when I get really ill, I uh, I run. When I say run, I kind of jog just until I look like I've been in the glare of a nuclear bomb, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is about 30, for about thirty seconds. But I was out on um, Clapham Common, which is near where I live. I instead of listening to take that, which I usually do, I was I listened to this. Um, there was a documentary on Radio Four about Carson McCullers, who is this author who wrote The Heart Is a Lonely Hunter. She wrote about loneliness, and she tried to commit suicide several times, and she died in her 50s of alcoholism and anyway there was this archive audio footage I love of her. it the choice is that or take that that's that's Briny's listening option you can rule the world or die <laughs> do you know that rule the world was um, we could rule the world that was our uh, that was embarrassing at mission time number one here that was me and my husband's first dance oh. at your wedding uh, oh, yeah oh. <laughs> what the pub anyway no but anyway, so I was listening to this anyway this is archive audio footage of Carson McCullers and she said sometimes it feels like everyone's part of a we except for me and I was like I literally stopped in my tracks um which wasn't hard because like any excuse to stop in my tracks when I'm not running and um I thought you did have a wee you just didn't know you did so I came home you weren't running sorry <laughs> and I uh, I came home and I said to her I've got this idea I've got this idea what if we do like what if I do like a walking running meet up for people with mental health issues and we call it like mental health mates and and he was like are you high and I was like I have taken a lot of diazepam <laughs> So yes, <laughs> and then and then he was like, "But what if a load of nutters turn up?" And I was like, "That's the point." That's my people. So I went on Twitter and I kind of mooted this. I was basically talking into the ether, like I didn't know if anyone would hear. And um, I said, "I'll be at this at this cafe in Hyde Park at this time on Valentine's Day." So I thought that's a shit day for mm. lots of people. Mm. And I turned up, and twenty people turned oh up. Oh my god! That's and great. now we had this morning. We had one and. It was 44 people came. We have them all over the country, like in Leeds, uh, Cardiff, Bristol, Edinburgh. We we have one in San Francisco next month. Wow. So what do you actually do when you meet up? We just meet up and go for a walk. But the whole idea is that 
you know, so just even sometimes when you're when you're suffering from depression, just getting out of the house mm. is, is is not half the battle. It is the battle. Mm. And so the idea is, and also I thought you have Alcoholics Anonymous and all of those things, but what about there is no place where you can meet like-minded people because all, what, all, all, what all mental illness does and all mental illness has in common is that it lies to you and it tells you you're a freak and it tells you that no one understands you um, and that you're worthless and it's a, it bullshits basically. Mm. But it it's so it you know it, it, it perpetuates it, it becomes stronger inside you because it allows you to believe that no one else will understand what you're going through when actually you know the statistic is something like one in four people every year so it's to kind of get a group of people together and just show how fucking normal it is so do you do you talk about your illnesses or is it more just sort of just general I mean, people talk about do, take that things like that yeah but you you talk you, the point is you can talk about whatever you want you can talk about right. take that you can talk about what you watched on telly last night or you can say can you tell me how to get off diazepam as someone did this morning hmm. and I was like no I don't know how to suggest that but the point was that person had come and you know for the first time they could talk openly with someone and know that they wouldn't be judged hmm. and it is nice to hear people talking about like the efficacy of antidepressants like as if they're just down the pub talking to a mate and that's yeah. what I wanted and you know people go off and they have coffees there's a group now from it that go to a, like a pub quiz every week together and real friendships have been made but yeah they're now all over the country so people have got in touch and we've created like a walk pack and yada 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 so that's accidentally what I've become in the last year you are the face the face of mental health. In the face of mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what I always wanted to that's be. Right. It's every girl's dream, Post, isn't it? Poster girl for mental illness. That's right. But I know, I think that's Ruby Wax. Oh, oh she's she's amazing. If you're listening, Ruby, do do uh, answer our emails. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or, or at least like a tweet. Um, but, <laughs> but what? I mean, what I love love about it is it it's bringing so much joy, and it's and it's and it's also helping people talk about it, which is the the first step, isn't it? <laughs> not literally, no one has ever got better from a mental illness by not talking about it. Yeah. So I'm like, talk, talk. Tell me all the mm. gruesome, gory details. Tell me everything, and people go really like. T- it cannot be worse than thinking you've abused your own child. Yes. Oh, okay then. And then I have to say, I haven't abused my own child. Yeah. Like, I have to explain. <laughs> you know, it's such a shitty, you know, form of illness. And um, well, let's face it, all illness is shit. There's not, there's oh, no, 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 you're the best. <laughs> there's, there's no you good, win, Brian. There's good, no good illness. But, you know, it's just, it's so, you know, it is miserable. And, mm. um, and it, people suffer in silence. And there's this really British thing, isn't there? Stiff up a lip, just get on with it. But this is how I found myself running the marathon. Right. I love the Royals. Oh, yeah. And I remember on our podcast, we talked about Kate Middleton, how when you had Edie, you had a fantasy about being her friend. <laughs> and blow me down, Bryony Gordon. You just go and meet her and agree to do a bloody marathon. Oh, you met the Middleton. Oh, what was it? No, what, her, like, three she times smells now. I imagine she and smells of... Her um, name's Catherine, actually. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> She's Kathy Middleton. The of Cambridge. <laughs> Uh, does she does she smell like white company cassis that's what i, I mean imagine. i i lime and basil i love you kate again reply my emails <laughs> you have an email i don't know i, I don't know <laughs> i just guess them i just go through kate middleton at gmail <laughs> kate middleton at hotmail i just try them um 
I've met her a few times uh-huh. now. Oh, I see. <laughs> Once, twice, three times a lady. Yes. Um, and um, they're really lovely. Yeah. Like, they are really cool and they really care about mental health issues. And um, Well, they sort of have to say that, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, Brian, you're not really interested. <laughs> don't really care about mental health issues. I'm going to go home and eat some They've launched. Okay, so they've launched this charity called Heads Together. Right. Which is, is about headlights. <laughs> it's for nits, yeah. It's a nit charity. Britain needs a nit charity. <laughs> Fucking they do. When your child goes to school, it's all She's about already nits. already had nits. Oh, bonus. Yeah. She's probably caught it off the middle. She's so advanced. <laughs> so, so, what is Heads Together? Okay, then? so it's basically the official charity of the London Marathon, the Virgin London Marathon. Let's get our sponsors right. Um, I will, which I will be running in a booby doo bra. Excellent. It's it's basically uh, it's a kind of umbra- a charity that supports eight different mental health charities, including Mind and Calm, and this amazing charity called Place to Be, which goes into schools and teaches kids about mental health. The whole idea is to kind of get a conversation going about mental about mental health, and um, I got invited because of my writing about it to the to the launch in. Um, last may yeah and i was i got introduced to um to Catherine, and i was like are you gonna do the marathon and she was like oh no i don't think i can you know it said something about security haven't got a good enough bra and then, <laughs> and then i was like if i can do the marathon like motioning at my full-on 36 jj size 18 figure <laughs> yeah um you can do it and she was like and then the guy from heads together was like, was like jj for juicy judge you go girl <laughs> Is that what happens? Please tell me that's what happens. I, 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 want, to be, I want to be friends with her still. Like, okay, so Don't carry, ruin it, Ellie! Carry on. And for the guy from Heads Together, I was like, oh, did you just offer to do a marathon? And I, oh, I think I, oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Because I'm kind of like, I'm just like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's do it. This is why I'm, I'm the idiot. Why I'm on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it's why I'm the idiot that my daughter is in, nursery at the school and I offered to be class rep no, of course no. she's I'm like let's just do this do this and that and then I'm like what have I done I just like to throw myself in at the deep mm. end so I'm running the marathon for heads together you would like to rate it's £10,000 uh, I've got about 18 on me uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to use it for cab home I think yeah. it's ukvirginlondonmarathon.com forward slash Bryony Gordon that's, that's what we're after the link. Yeah. 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 it's very catchy it rolls all the time it's on my Instagram okay. profile so what advice would you give to someone who maybe hasn't run before or is, is thinking of getting back into running after having had a baby or stuff like that don't don't bother <laughs> just eat some more chocolate digestives watch loose women shut up just commit fully to the process mm. of getting fat like mm. I that's what I did I put on four stone you're so proud I actually managed to put on weight after I'd given birth who does that I do uh, that um, <laughs> I do <laughs> I, I put on weight I, um, I now I now weigh slightly less than I did after I'd given birth <laughs> like, the mo- like yeah. the, just as soon as I'd given birth I just what I really love is like a full on body transformation you know people are like oh get back get your body back and I was like no I want to explore this because having big boobs and stuff I was so you know for me like you get a lot of attention in your boob area and for me it was like a feminist statement mm. getting a bit fat and being like fuck you yeah if Jermaine Greer would want me to eat this wheel of breeze <laughs> that's what she'd want <laughs> I'm going to do this. I'm on maternity leave. I'm going to sit... Oh, I'm feeding this baby. Formula. 
And um, <laughs> it's quite boring, isn't it? Having a newborn baby, like lots of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, lots of crisps. And I just thought, let's just—I'm just going to throw myself into it. And then mm. I thought, probably given that she's going to turn four quite soon, I thought probably I should try and you know reverse that process. But I like—I like to do things. You know, I don't do things by halves. I like either commit—I commit to the cake and the mm. crisps, and now I'm committing to the marathon. Yeah, and you know. I went out and I ran 13 kilometres this morning. That's wow. Amazing. I don't know if I've mentioned that. <laughs> on my Facebook, on my she Twitter, and my Instagram. Attention, attention. <laughs> and eight times since you've arrived at yeah. my house. But you didn't, but you That's don't start, brilliant. you don't just get up and like run 13 kilometres is my point. You have to, I always use the app, like I do, always do the Couch to 5K app. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. Do, like, oh, God, no, I didn't just like think this morning I'm going to start marathon training. Yeah. I'm on a podcast tonight. I'm going to go and run. No, I've been doing this. So, like, back in October, work sent me off to this place called The Body Camp in Ibiza. And um, I've never been to Ibiza before because I used to take a lot of drugs. And I thought, if I go, I'll die. Hmm. It's why the flights are so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one-way ticket. Yeah, it's a lot for space on the return. <laughs> but, um, I, so I went along to this body camp and I thought, I'm going to fucking hate this. You know, it's like, you know, a plant-based... Um, menu and exercise from dawn till dusk Ugh. dusk till dawn whatever I really want to go it sounds amazing it was like you know those people that say it changed many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Changed my life, and you want to slap them in the face? Well, slap me in the face. It changed my life. It was. <laughs> there you go. Take that. We're waiting to do that all day. <sighs> it was. You went on a journey. It was a really amazing group of people. The people that run it are amazing, and there was just a hilarious trainer who loved Arnie films and eighties, <laughs> and used to just play really eighties music called Rick. And he had a tiny Chihuahua, it was like the most incongruous <laughs> thing. But we did like twenty k hikes. I cried. I was, uh, but I came back and I genuinely like I felt. Like I'd kind of kick-started something. Or was just started something. Because <laughs> kick-started would imply that before I had some level of, of athleticism. <laughs> but um, it was amazing. And um, and so I've been kind of training since then. And I've lost like 20 pounds. Wow, well That's done. That's amazing. And not really, like I still have a booze, you know, every now and then. <laughs> like twice, three times a week, maybe. 
I'd really recommend it. It's a fun yeah. place to go. If you could like go with your mum friends, get also because you just oh my god, you get to sleep in your own room. Mm. You know, like oh. and you get to like literally feed you at six thirty, and then like like you're a small child, yeah, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want until the next morning at oh, six. You want to drink and do loads? Of you coke. can't do. You can't drink and do loads of coke. That's the point. It was like I was like amazing. I'm like I've been to a beater and I've got high without drinking or taking drugs. <laughs> And now I'm absolutely unbearable. <laughs> I'm so insane. Guys, 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 you don't yeah. need alcohol to have fun. <laughs> no, I mean, no. I just, no, no. The first thing I did when we got back was like, I got rid <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed on about a beer and a half. <laughs> I struggle with the balance. So I can, I can go quite easily. Like Monday to Friday, I'll be really good. Like no, no booze, no carbs. It's great. And then Friday night, we'll do a podcast or something. And I'll go out and I just go mental. And I'll just oh. have six pints of lager and a bucket of KFC. And then wonder. <laughs> why I'm still not incredibly thin <laughs> uh, you had that tummy bug last night not, that'll, that'll I did have that tummy bug that was a mercy were you ill last night yeah I was ill but you know but how do you how do you how do you resist temptation I suppose is really all this balance point, point. So I'm really saying okay. how do you stop yourself eating all the crisps you don't but the thing is the point the way I resist temptation is by not resisting temptation so if you see what I mean like Look, it's destined. You allow yourself it's some not, things. It's not fucking sustainable if you suddenly decide that all you're going to eat every night is like quinoa and lentils and and you're only going to eat chocolate mousse made of avocado. Yeah, which is the best kind, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. It's just not. Oh, and I'm only going to drink turmeric, whatever. I don't know. Like, Everyone's into that turmeric, whatever you say. Turmeric, turmeric, you morons. I made a uh, shot of ginger, lemon, and turmeric juice the other day. And wanker. <laughs> I know. What a I wanker. Read it, I read it in Stylist magazine. Turmeric <laughs> wanker. <laughs> I know. I'm trying my best. <laughs> It's like I've eaten oven baked pizzas all week and like, oh, this will fix it. Yeah, this will do it. This will like flush me out. 50 mils of lemon juice and really yeah, sort that shit out. Flush all that mozzarella right out of my <laughs> colon. All that really good ham I've been eating. Got to, you've got to be realistic. Mm. I don't know. So that's what, you know, I will allow myself a couple of nights a week to have a drink. <laughs> but you know, you hear, you know, you hear the people that are like, really, they're like, oh yeah, you know, occasionally I'll like, I'll let <laughs> I'll let myself have like a cube of chocolate. Yeah, like, are these freaks? <laughs> like that. Sorry, like that's not treating yourself. That is not treating. Do you know what I mean? Like, so me, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna let myself order delivery, and I'm gonna have three Byron burgers. Yeah, yeah. you know. Or, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I don't like. I can't because I have that like ah! mentality, and then I feel disgusting, and then I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have turmeric shots now. Yeah, yeah. Eat lentils. I'm a bit obsessed with lentils though. Oh yeah, they're really good. They're like really are they carbs, lentils. No, they're pulses. I think and yeah. grains. And people that eat pulses and grains live till they're like six hundred or something. Excellent stuff. Well, there we go. Is it time now for a bit of book chat? Ladies? Let's do book chat. So yeah, so you've so you've always been quite open about all aspects of your life, and including your illness, I suppose. Well, yeah, but I hadn't always been as open about right. that aspect, um, and which I think is you know testament to how much stigma there is surrounding mental illness seriously until i wrote mad girl i didn't make any link between uh being a cocaine fiend in my 20s and uh like my ocd and the fact that i was basically just quietening all the you know the mm. voices in my head i when i was 18 like my hair felt just fell out i looked like do you remember the hamlet cigar man comb over <laughs> Well, he looked a bit like Donald Trump before he had a bouffant, you know? Oh, like, yeah. No 18-year-old girl should look like Donald Trump. It's just not a good look. And um, 
I basically had a comb over and then about a year later I developed bulimia and I never made any link between the two that you know basically the alopecia was probably caused by the stress of the OCD and then the bulimia was probably caused by the fat I was trying to get some control over my body because of the alopecia mm. and then the raging cocaine habit. <laughs> probably wasn't helping, no. Well, it's but then I later developed, probably has something. But they, also, rarely, they rarely prescribe that in those situations. So also I had this horrible, abusive relationship when I was about 20. God, it sounded like, you know, you know that friend of yours who's always like, you're like, I've got a headache. Like, well, I've got a, you know... Mm. I got a brain tumor. I like, got a list. Yeah, <laughs> I got, you know, and the, but, but they, these were all things that just seemed to me to be normal parts of my life, and I hadn't actually stitched them all together. And when I was writing Mad Girl, you know, at the age of thirty-four or whatever, I was like, "Fuck!" Mm. <laughs> when know, you say like, it like that, yeah, I was, and everyone's going, oh "My God, <laughs> how could you not see it?" Um, and so, in that way, it was quite helpful. Mm. what would you what would you say to your younger self now like if you could you know be kind to yourself Mm. you're going to do really great things you're going to be on the scummy mummies podcast not once but twice so like double peak do not worry about it you're going to get amazing bras from booby doo yeah you're going to go to number one on the sunday times bestsellers list um uh, so really fuck it Um, be kind to yourself be kind to yourself. Take less cocaine. There we are. <laughs> take less cocaine, yeah. <laughs> but we are, you know, we're really, we're really, we are really unkind to ourselves, mm. I think. And, um, you know, if someone pays someone a compliment, like, oh, like, I like those earrings, or, you know, I like that top, and, oh, just, oh, you know, I just, I just, <sighs> oh, this is just, this is just thing, I just threw it on. It's like, I don't, you know, I don't think you're, <laughs> if you just said, oh, thanks, I wouldn't think, God, you're arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> no, when we came in, you said, I like your boots, and I had to use every ounce of, <laughs> power in my being not to say to you oh they're from Primark they're 12 pounds they're 12 pounds don't like them don't like me do you find I say things are from Primark even if they're not like oh this I just got it from Primark I know it says Balmain on it but really it was it was eight pounds it was eight pounds well you know I don't own anything from Balmain but but you know but like but we're in a constant state of apologizing because we there's this stupid ideal of perfection and what we should be doing what we always should be changing ourselves there's never contentment mm. and um but also when you become a parent it's like a constant guilt mm. and, and you know and, and one of the phrases i recently picked up is comparison is the enemy of joy you know and constantly oh my god my child isn't crawling or my child hasn't can't speak mandarin yet or you know and and, and this whole kind of oh god and you know i feel guilty when i shove my daughter up in front of the telly with a bowl of cereal in the morning um as long as they're fed mm. Uh, but I, I, you know, I just think it's constant guilt and it's constant thinking, well, what can I be doing better? And sometimes you have to stop and go and think, I'm fucking awesome. No, you do. You do. But I think, I think motherhood is, is that big leap. Um, when you just feel very, your life becomes very public all of a sudden, Mm. the choices that you make. And they're um, reflected in this young child. Yeah, as well. Whereas, I mean, whereas before you could just sort of, you know. Yeah, exactly. What's been the reaction like to Mago? It's out in paperback now. Yes, out in, pe- in all bad bookshops, <laughs> all train stations. All train yeah. stations. What, what kind of feedback have you had? Um, uh, I mean, amazing feedback, really positive. Um, uh, lots of quite moving, you know. You get a lot. Of, I feel like I feel all so worthy, but you know, a lot of young women going, "Oh my god, I didn't." They didn't know that puro was a thing, or you know, they didn't know what they were going through. But also, I think just 
it's been amazing and it's made writing it all feel really worth it because I'm not going to lie I fucking hated writing it and um and if I look back to where I was this time last year like I can um, I, I remember what I was doing like this day last year I was really 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 ill and um and you know I hadn't I hadn't finished Mad Girl so it's kind of bonkers to me that it's now out in paperback and it went to number one last week uh, but I think it, yeah it's all kind of really surreal it feels like a bit of an out of body experience and I'm really naff like I'm really uncool like I go into Waterstones and I'm like da 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 I'm like have you got any copies of uh, Mad Girl they're like what but we have our we have our faces on the front cover of the book and I was reading our book on the train the other day laughing at my own jokes and I thought what a twat no it's really good <laughs> what a wanker what a wanker and can I just say I'm sitting now looking at is this a proof or is this the actual no that's the actual thing yeah, actual, but I'm looking at it and you guys look really hot even with Thanks, the fish dude. fingers nappies lego and chips on your that's because that photo was taken three years ago <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We're very happy with that book. Uh, available for pre-order on Amazon now. When is it out, guys? March? 9th of March. I knew that. Well, do well. let's will do... You, will you, in return, come and be interviewed by me, the, the Telegraph? We would love to. Please. We'll wear our booby-doo bras. <laughs> <laughs> and just your booby-doo so bras. So comfortable. Yeah, please. thank you. Thank you. So, I guess just to round up, um, for anyone who's maybe reading your book uh, and kind of going through mental health stuff, whether it's OCD or something else, yeah. um, what would your advice be? talk to someone about it mm-hmm. um yeah don't don't be ashamed wherever you are there is someone really close to you who will understand it you know if you think of the one in four stat um and also i know you know talking to mums so many mums really suffer after they give birth and they think well this is just what you're supposed to do you're just supposed to suffer aren't you because this is what happens and you know, they don't talk and they don't get help. And I hate the idea of all these kind of... Remember when I, when my daughter was a newborn, you know, there were like group, you know, it was NCT or whatever, but there was like buggy fit. And I was like, I didn't want to go to buggy fit. I didn't want to run around with my buggy. I wanted to sit to, and talk to someone about how fucking weird I felt it all and how after three weeks after my, I'd given birth, I'd gone to a party and then vomited on the street afterwards and say, is that right? Am I a terrible mum? You know, I'm trying to get used to this. I, who am I? What am I doing? And um and I I just think that you know talking and sharing is it's just it's just it's a great thing to do. You can come to mental health mates. Actually, we did a, we did a mental health mates for mums mm. in September with um, Peck and Mama, lovely Clemmy Telford, Clemmy Telford, um, and uh, and that was really successful. We had about thirty people come along. So and hopefully we're going to do some. Maybe we'll do. Maybe you guys would like to come and do a mums mental health mates. We would love to. I mean, we, we are mental, so it sounds ideal. I, you know, it's an illness like any other. Mm. Mm. You know, when you're doing entity as a as a new mum or any kind of. It just takes one person to say, I'm finding this really hard or mm. this this really sucks. And then it gives people, I guess, the freedom to say, yeah, me too. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's what we love about doing this podcast is that we get women from around the world going, oh, thank God you said that. Yeah. You've made me feel normal. And that is the biggest compliment. Making someone feel normal. I, you know, I met Ellie only, I think, just over four, four years ago. And I think of all the things we've had, it's when we get the emails that make us cry and saying, mm. please keep doing what you're doing. You have no idea what mm. good it does. And then you go, Whoa! 
and it's really lovely and you think oh fuck it you know we we do have to keep talking you don't have to yeah. say it once you have to keep talking you have to keep talking and you have to be and you know and, and literally genital warts and all you know? yeah exactly and um women as well as women we're supposed to be you know kind of the whole way through our lives we're supposed to be at every stage ashamed you get your period ooh, you know yeah. a tampon falls out of your bag you know oh you know like, what, why the fuck should i be ashamed of the tampon falling out of my bag or you know and then and then oh and then you, your period stop be ashamed be ashamed you know or you know or uh you know you're aging you know all oh, hide mm. away just disappear you old crone you know exactly. and i fucking hate that and it's like that process you know i wish people would talk more about you know I had no idea that, you know, after I gave birth, I was, I mean, until I got pregnant, I was going to bleed for a fucking month afterwards or that there was going to be this huge, what's it called? Show. Mm. Show as if it's like some sort of like performance Mm. that comes out of your vagina. Like a pantomime. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a like disgusting. It's behind you. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that, you know, that they were going to shove a, shine a floodlight on my vagina like the FA Cup was going on in there. You know, all of these things that I just wish we'd all... You know, I didn't know that you'd probably shit yourself. Um, and we're not supposed to talk about these things, mm. but fuck it. You know, so I'm really... You you, you guys you guys are great. <laughs> I love you, Brittany. Oh. oh. Point is, it's okay to be mad. It's really fucking normal. And I think the, the more we all talk about it, the better. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Done. Done. Now, is it time for the Scummy Mummy Confessions, Thorn? I think so. I think so. <laughs> Would you like to kick us off? Okay, so so last night, Ellie and I were at a, a dinner party, and it was mm, a wonderful so night. Posh. It was so nice, and it was a curry, uh, wonderful curry, and of course, Ellie and I went for thirds. It was so good. Um, and so later in the night, I was outside chatting to some women, and just let one off that was so loud, who i just met. Uh, and I was like, I was so drunk. I just went, oh, it was the curry. <laughs> and they sort of looked shocked. And then they laughed. And then I was laughing so much, I did another big, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> another big fart. Of course she did. But, but again, and then, so this morning I text them going, oh my God, I've just woken up and realised I farted in front of you. You know, thank you for inviting me into your home. She's like, oh my God, it made me feel so much better. Can we get together and fart together? <laughs> I'm like, sure, anytime, you best friend. Oh, I love you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful new so friendship. It's, it's a sharing, a sharing thing yeah. in the theme of the a podcast. Shouting a shouting <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. That's yeah. lovely. My, uh, my confession is, so yesterday, it was a Saturday, we went to the park with Charlie and Joe, my, my little ones, and we were having a lovely time, and poor old Charlie, it was quite muddy, and he slipped on one of the wooden climbing frames. He cracked his nose, awful, and it was that moment of like, oh no. And we'd arranged this pub lunch, and he'd, the bleeding had stopped, and he'd sort of stopped screaming, and I was like, are you all right? And he's like, my nose hurts. And I was like, do you, do you want to go home? Or do you want to go to the pub with George and Lily? And he went, I want to go to the pub. (laughs) And I thought, that's my boy. (laughs) That is my child. (laughs) Smashed up nose. He wants his... I'll be right. And as an extra scummy mummy add-on, I said, all right, you've had a bit of a shock. You need something sweet. So I'm going to let you have your first ever Coca-Cola. No! Straight to Coketown. He loved that shit. <laughs> he's, he's, is he still awake now? Funnily enough, Brian, he's got a coke habit now. <laughs> See how we tie things up. 
<laughs> wow. Where's the magic? I just felt so sorry for him and he was being so brave and I was like, oh, go on then. Go Let's... on, have some caffeine and yeah, sugar. Get diabetes. <laughs> 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 it's lovely. The first one's free. Uh, wow. Bryony, do you have a scummy oh. mummy confession? <laughs> oh, what do I... What, um, what, so, a scummy confession about being a mummy. Mm. Harry! <laughs> <laughs> It's not your baby. <laughs> I faked the DNA test. The other day, uh, Edie was pretending to put her the keys in the door. I'm going to unlock the door, mummy. I'm going to unlock the door. Like George Formby. Um, and, um, and, uh, and, she, and she was trying, you know, obviously she had no kind of grasp and she dropped the keys and she went, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh. We're bringing up nice, we are. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. On your ED. Now, yeah. um, let's tell you another confession quickly before we round this off. Has anyone seen La La Land yet? Not no. yet. Basically, my husband and I have become obsessed with the soundtrack and sort of, <laughs> when we're drunk, pretending that we're Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. And on Friday night, we went out to the pub and we came back and we put on our Sonos, our type. Like, we go around people's houses, they've got like 87 sources. We've got this tiny little, like, matchbox one. Um, but it still makes quite a noise. And we were listening to these kind of, this jazz hands kind of music, basically. And the neighbor came round and was like, who is about 23. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, would you, would, you, would you mind turning down your show tunes, please? <laughs> Uh, Excellent. Well, thank you for listening to the podcast, dear listener. You can find us at, at Scummy Mummies on Instagram. We're on the Facebook Scummy Mummies podcast. Where can we find you on the internet, Bryony Gordon? Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram, Bryony Gordon. I don't have to spell my name, do I? No, of course not. <laughs> um, and um, I'm on Twitter at, at Bryony underscore Gordon. Excellent. And uh, Mental Health Mates is we have a website which is www.mentalhealthmates.com and we're on uh, Twitter as at at find your we not we we but like we not Nintendo we not no not, not we, Trump we <laughs> that's not proven Amazing. excellent find Perfect. us all and of course your books The Wrong Knickers and Mad Girl are out now and we love them we think they're brilliant everyone should buy them our book The Scummy Mummies <laughs> book is out on the 9th of March pre-order it now from mm. Amazon Excellent. And um, the book is launching in Australia on April the 1st. Excellent. Yes. And Helen's going to Australia to promote the book. She's in the Melbourne Comedy Festival doing your solo show, which is called Thorny Questions. Exciting times. It's going to be amazing. Oh, I think that's about it, isn't it? That is. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Bryony. You've been amazing again. Thank you for having me. Until next time. Bye-bye. Oh, this is a debate you might be able to settle for us. We had this debate the other week. Is a sweet potato a carbohydrate? Yes. It's a potato, isn't it? It's actually a potato <laughs> with more sugar in it, surely. It's lovely. But it's, so I that think, doesn't mean no, it's not a carb. I think it's a complex carbohydrate. Yeah, it's oh. a good carb. It's, yeah, it's not simple. <laughs> potatoes are too starchy. These, these have got... What do you think sweet potatoes? It's a potato. <laughs> I know, but it's got better keratin in it. Keratin? I think so. Isn't that a shampoo? No, it's an orange vitamin. <laughs> well, that's cleared that up. That's I mean, I can't want to go and Google that, but also, while I Google it, can I can I go and have a quick fag break? Of course. <laughs>
is that is that really bad? That's the scummy mummy's way, my friend. Welcome. Oh, You're not with Catherine and William now. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.